Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, first off, you may have heard the news, but uh, crypto founder of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been found guilty on all charges related to the collapse of his now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange in the first of what's going to be two criminal charges against the former CEO. A New York grand jury and Manhattan federal court, New York jury rather, agreed with prosecutors that Sam Bankman-Fried defrauded investors, customers, and also lenders in connection with the collapse of his crypto empire. Of course, the former FTX chief, left the federal courthouse following a bail hearing. Um, And also, after all of this, there will be a lot of discussions as to what happens next. He faced seven charges, two counts of wire fraud, five conspiracy counts. So this is very interesting to see what happens next. Again, Sam Bankman-Fried found guilty on all charges And we will see what happens next. Uh, I'm wondering what took him so long. Boy, that guy was as transparent as could be. And clearly, he misrepresented so many things. The question is, will we find out some of the people who were the beneficiaries of Sam Bankman-Fried? Because he took the stand in his own defense, and he admitted making mistakes, but he insisted he did not defraud or steal from anyone. It was just an innocent mistake, so he says. But clearly, the jury did not agree. And we'll keep you posted on all of that. Also today in court, Eric Trump took the stand. And earlier in the day, also Donald Trump Jr. took the stand, finishing up his second day of testimony. On Monday, President Trump will testify. So, Things are getting very interesting, and Ivanka Trump may end up testifying. This is in the civil fraud case. To me, this is so over the top and so obvious that they are completely, completely targeting the Trump family, trying to, like, go after the kids, go after, put a wedge between the father and the kids. To me, this is just, I think, so over the top and so unseemly. And again, over what they say was a inflated value properties. And we'll talk about that as well. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, so many huge developments taking place in the Mideast. John Kirby today laid out what we've been kind of hearing a couple rumors of, that the Biden White House has been itching for a pause And not just one pause, but almost a repeated pause in the Middle East. And that they've been saying, well, maybe we should have a pause for humanitarian if there's a chance to get the hostages out. Maybe we could do another pause the next time something comes up. It could be like Pause City. It could be like one pause after another. So what's the difference between that and a ceasefire? And does it sound like this president is wobbling? To me... Boy, if I'm Israel, I would be a little bit worried tonight because this just feels uh, very, very weak. 
this president is sending mixed messages to basically go out there and telegraph and say that they want these renewed sort of pauses and that they want to maybe it might happen all the time. That's basically a ceasefire again. And that's the last thing I think that should happen when we're hearing that now Israel and the IDF forces are surrounding the city of Gaza. They are now right there in the urban city, surrounding it, encircling it. And as far as we understand, in the next few hours, they could be going in. And this is going to be the really brutal, difficult part of the war, where things are going to get very, very ugly. So the question is, does this signal that there is a crack? And I think there's been a crack already in the relationship, sadly, between U.S. and Israel, from the very beginning with this president, because every time they were asking him is about, you know, anti-Semitism, he'd come back with Islamophobia. He'd come back and say, well, you know what? Islamophobia isn't a good thing. It isn't something that we think, you know, anybody should be doing. They shouldn't be stigmatizing Muslims. And that's for sure. I agree. There absolutely should be zero tolerance for hate on any side. But then it was like this afterthought about anti-Semitism. And in fact, tonight, there is word that President Biden is setting up an, a council for combating Islamophobia. I mean, how does that sound balanced at a time where there has been an enormous increase in the amount of anti-Semitic attacks across this country? Since last year, this time, there has been nearly a 400% increase And yet the first thing out of the president's mouth is, let's make sure we combat Islamophobia and sets up a council to fight Islamophobia. Where's the council to fight anti-Semitism? Did he miss that one? And what kind of a message does it send when you have the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, saying out loud, visibly, and his team at the White House saying, well, maybe a humanitarian pause in Gaza, even though you're right there at the gates, Maybe it's a good time for a humanitarian pause. I would never trust a humanitarian pause with Hamas. I I understand you want to help the people there in Gaza as much as you can. The individuals, the citizens, the ones who hopefully don't support Hamas. But you know darn well Hamas is going to take everything. There are reports that Hamas is like just rife with fuel and food and water as the people of the Palestinian territory there are starving. So much for Hamas taking care of their own people. I just wish the good Palestinians would say enough. We don't want Hamas anymore and somehow bandy together and rise up. Boy, that would be a great day. And in fact, the fact that many of them have not spoken out, uh, I think is kind of deafening too. And that is frustrating too, everybody. What do you think? 1-800-848-9222. one 848 Two, two, two. Meantime, here is Peter Ducey today talking with John Kirby, and he was speaking with him and saying to him, you know what, um, doesn't a ceasefire or even, quote, a humanitarian pause, whatever you want to start calling it, don't you think that it maybe helps Hamas so they can rearm? Any sort of pause allows them to somehow get weapons in to add additional resources to their terror machine. And this comes as Hamas says their plans are to annihilate Israel. And that October 7th was just the beginning. 
I mean, there is no sign of remorse or, or redemption that belongs with these people. This is disgusting. But listen to this exchange today, which I think is very telling and very sad because it makes me think that this president is buckling and maybe there's some political pressure. Maybe uh, the Rashida Talibs and the Ilhan Omars and those are getting to this guy. Listen to John Kirby talking with the Fox News uh, White House correspondent, Peter Ducey. And as you push the Israelis for humanitarian pauses, are they just supposed to sit back and let Hamas attack them and attack them and attack them and not fight back? We have been crystal clear that Israel has the right to defend themselves. I mean, my so goodness. pause means they can still shoot back. My goodness, Peter, we're giving them security assistance almost every day. But do we advocate pauses by both sides here, temporary, localized, to be able to get Americans out, to be able to get aid in? You betcha we do. That doesn't mean that we're calling for a general ceasefire. There's a, hey, hang on a second. There's a difference. There's a big difference here. Um, and we understand that, as I said earlier, humanitarian pauses have to be negotiated and you have to have a, a credible basis for doing it in a temporary, localized way. I would also expect that we would get a lot of criticism from you and, and, and from your network and others if we just eschewed the whole idea of some sort of temporary pause so that people couldn't get out. I mean, we're doing exactly what you should be doing to try to look after these folks. So a pause does not help Hamas? A temporary pause that's localized, that would allow us to get aid in and to get our people out, is a good thing for the people of Gaza. It's a good thing for the Americans that are being held hostage. And it's not going to stop Israel from defending itself because the security assistance we're, we're providing continues to flow. And a temporary pause doesn't mean a general ceasefire where the war is over. It means pause only temporary for a specific purpose.